Good morning, I'd like to give you a very warm welcome to our Easter family service. Lovely to see the building packed out here this morning. Lovely weather as well, isn't it? Have you all enjoyed it this weekend? Yeah, I've enjoyed it too. Um, Just to give you a little explanation of what's happening this morning, so the children later on will be coming up on stage and they'll be singing, we're looking forward to that, they're singing really well this morning. Um, A few of them are going to come up and do some readings and then Mark's going to take us and lead us through the service with a message in two parts, so we really look forward to that. And um, afterwards, if you want to stay with us, there are refreshments afterwards, and it would be lovely to have as many of you stay with us as you can. Now, I was thinking, over the last two years, there's been lots of things that have happened, isn't there? It's been very different to what we're used to. And I, I think one of the things I've heard so much over the last two years is, is there any good news? Is there any good news? And over the last two years, it's been pretty bad, isn't it? We keep hearing this, that, and the other, and it doesn't ever seem good, does it? But I can tell you one thing today, we are going to hear about the best news ever. We're going to hear about the best news that any of you are ever going to hear in your entire life. So wait for it, because Mark's going to talk to us about it a bit later on. And you little ones, afterwards, if you can come up to me, you can tell me what the best news is ever. It'd be fantastic, yeah? So we're going to start this morning, and we're going to be singing... We're going to be singing our first song, which is Come people of the risen King, who delight to bring him praise. Come all and tune your hearts to sing to the morning star of grace from the shifting shadows. And when the music starts, please stand up to sing.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's good to see you and good to see all the adults as well. Lovely, as John said, to see it so packed out. Now you, especially you children, are very fortunate this morning because I have seen some incredible things this week and I want to offer them to you. So I hope you've got your purses and your wallets because let me show you something pretty special. Okay, look at what I went and bought this week. Okay, I went and got this. Okay, it doesn't look much, but look at what it is. This is called the Want Soap, okay? Best price I can do it for you, £50. You might think that's a lot of money. Let me tell you why, okay? When I bought this, the guy said, you wash yourself with it once and then you never have to wash again. Isn't that amazing? It's called the Want Soap, £50. I think that's an absolute bargain. Who wants to give me £50 for it? Anyone? Got your purses, got your wallets? Yeah, if you've got 50 quid, I take it. Yeah. That's what I paid. No one? No, oh, you haven't got it? Okay. Well, let me try my next one, because that wasn't the only amazing thing I saw. I saw this as well. Tell you what. Woo-hoo! This is exciting. This one's called the Stay Skinny Chocolate Trifle. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. You know, you can eat it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, eat it as much as you want. Only £20. What an absolute bargain. So, who wants to give me £20 for this? Anyone got it? No, slight, no, it's tempting, isn't it? Eat and stay skinny. No? Bit disappointing. <laughs> Have it done, yeah. Well, I'll uh, catch you after. <laughs> right. Well, that hasn't gone down too well so far. Let me show you this. All right, this one, this is cool. This is the human power bank. Okay, now here's how it works. You know, like with a phone, you can have a little power bank and you can charge it when you're out and about. This one for humans. So, so imagine you go for a run, you get a bit tired, just put your thumbs there, gives you a boost, you feel better. So, for a bargain £40, who wants to give me this? That one, yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You got the money on you. Right, oh, disappointing. Well, why is no one, I mean, you probably haven't got money on you, but why is no one interested in my, the things I bought this week? These should be amazing. Why doesn't anyone want to buy this? Yeah? Yeah, you can get them for £5, that is true. Any other reason? (laughs) Any other reason why? Do you want to try it, Jess? Touch the two things. Do you feel anything? No, it's disappointing, isn't it? I thought the same. Yeah, it doesn't actually do anything. You can touch them. The worst you're going to get is a tiny little shock. If anything, it's going to make you feel worse, not better. What about this one, then? Why Why did no one want this? I know you haven't got money, but what's the problem with this one? Yeah. You already skinny? <laughs> Although it was called the stay skinny, so, you know. But yeah. I don't think you would stay skinny with this. Do you know, if you read this, well, you don't really want to read this. Got lots of sugar and calories. Not very good for you. And sadly, they said it tastes the same. It's because it is the same. Disappointing. And this one, well, you know, I was, so I didn't use it this morning, but I've touched it a fair bit and yet got dirty already. Look at that. It's not very good, is it? So they made some pretty big claims, didn't they? 
pretty big claims when they sold it to me about what those things could do. But they don't quite stack up, do they? I don't think any of you really believe that those things could actually do what they said they could do. We can't believe it because the evidence tells us something a bit different. I know that if you kept eating chocolate trifles, you wouldn't stay skinny for long, I'll tell you that much. Yeah? If you had that battery, it wouldn't do much good. We tested it. So none of those adverts were really particularly believable, were they? Sadly. And maybe friends at school tell you things, or you'll notice as adults, people tell you things, and you just think, really? I'm not quite sure I can believe that. It might be true, but you're not really convinced. And sometimes it doesn't really matter. Sometimes if something's true or not, it doesn't really matter. Who cares? But sometimes with the big questions in life, It really matters. When we're thinking about the big questions in life, we need to know who we can trust and we need to know the truth because they're big questions. And there are some questions that are really important for all of us to know. So questions like, life, what's life all about? Or questions like, is there life after death? Or questions like, how can we prepare for death, the end of our lives? These are really big questions, the biggest questions that we get in life. And if we want to find out the answers, we need someone who we can trust and someone who can back up what they say, someone who has good evidence. Now, if you were to go to London and you were to ask people some of those questions, what's life all about? Is there life after death? You might get all sorts of different answers. In fact, I know you would. Some people might say, well, you live life and that's it. That's the end. Some people might say, well, you come back. You come back to life, but you come back as something different. Maybe a horrible animal if you haven't been a very good person. Or maybe some people might say, well, when you die, you become a star and you shine brightly in the sky. But who's telling the truth? How do we know? Can anyone back up with evidence what they're saying? Can anyone prove what they're saying is true? Now, I want to tell you something that Jesus said. And he made a a big claim. And it was a really, really big claim that Jesus makes here. And then he did something amazing, which shows that he was telling the truth. So what did he claim now, I think Isla is going to come up, if that's okay, and read John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. And this is the claim that Jesus makes. I'm the resurrected and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he died, yet shall he live. And everyone, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Thank you. So Jesus makes this huge claim. So I to get the next slide. Sorry that. Makes this huge claim. Jesus is saying here that death is not the end for us. He claims that there is life after death for those who believe in him. And he claims that he has power to raise people from the dead. But why should we believe Jesus? Because that is a huge claim. Why should we believe Jesus? I want to tell you a story. 
It's a story in the Bible, and it's a story of what Jesus did. Jesus is with a group of his followers, and um, he gets a message from two sisters called Martha and Mary. And he opens the message, and it says this, Your friend, who was actually their brother, your friend Lazarus is ill. Now, everyone expected Jesus to go and see Lazarus. After all, Jesus had done lots of healing. He was the great healer. Go and see Lazarus. Make him better. The great doctor. But Jesus doesn't do that. He stays where he is for two more days. Even though he hasn't actually got anything else to be doing, he stays for two more days. And then when he does go to see Lazarus, it's too late. Lazarus has died. And actually, by the time he gets there, Lazarus has already been dead for four days. And when Martha sees Jesus, she's upset. Jesus, why didn't you come sooner? If you had come straight away, you could maybe have healed him. He wouldn't have died. And this is where Jesus makes his big claim. He says, your brother will rise again. And then he goes on to say, this is when he makes his big claim, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live And then he says to Martha, do you believe this? Do you believe this? And that's a really big question. It's a really good question for us to ask ourselves. And I suspect that with a group of people like this, there's lots of different answers. Do we believe that Jesus has the power to raise people from the dead? It's a big thing to believe. But listen to what happens. And I'm going to get Isla to come up again and uh, someone else as well, to finish the story of what happens when Jesus gets to Lazarus' tomb. And this is John 11, verses 38 to 44. Then Jesus, the deeply deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor. For he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you would always hear me. But I said on this account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Lovely, thank you. Imagine the shock that the people at Lazarus' tomb must have felt. He'd been dead for four days, and then suddenly he's walking out of the tomb. Now Jesus has made this big claim, and now he's hitting us with some big evidence. He's brought Lazarus back to life. Lazarus was dead, and he's brought him back to life. And we're going to think a bit more about how that impacts us in part two. So, thanks, John. Thank you, Mark, and we look forward to hearing that message a little bit later on. We're going to sing our second song now. All heavens declares the glory of the risen Lord, who can compare with the beauty of the Lord. And again, as the music plays, please stand as we sing.
In a moment, the children will be coming up on stage and they'll be singing, so we look forward to that in a moment. But before then, I'm just going to pray, so should we bow our heads, we're going to pray to God. Almighty and Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we are able to come here to this service this morning and to worship you. We thank you so much that we can come on this beautiful and glorious day and we can remember that that tomb was empty and that the Lord Jesus Christ was risen from the dead and he is lifted up high. Lord, we thank you so much that we can be put our full trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can know that our sins can be forgiven because he has conquered death. Lord, we can know for certain that he did rise again on that third day. Lord, we thank you so much that that he is in control and he is mighty and he is powerful. And we just pray as we listen to, to these passages and these words today that Mark speaks, that they will have an impact on us. Lord, there are many of us that are sitting here and listening online that, that do not know the impact that the Lord Jesus Christ can have in their lives, Lord. And I just pray that your Holy Spirit will work and stir those hearts today, we do pray. Lord, we thank you so much that we can be taken out of our sinful life. We can be taken out of all the things that we have done wrong and and the badness that we feel inside and that the punishment can be taken by the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you so much that, that this day is such a fantastic day. It is a day of good news. Lord, as I said earlier today, Lord, we hear so much bad news in the news and all about us at the moment, Lord. But we thank you that on this day, we've got the greatest news of all, that the Lord Jesus Christ has risen. And I just pray that each person in here that hears that news will want to know the Lord Jesus Christ and want to follow him. Lord, we know that, that many of us have different ideas and different uh, things that we think about when it comes to religion, but there is only one true religion. There is only one true God. And we know that if we ask and we seek you, that we will find you and that you will answer us. And I just pray, if there are any hearts out there today that are seeking, that are wondering, are curious and are knocking, Lord, we pray that you will speak to them today. Lord, we thank you so much for the children that come here um, week by week. We thank you so much for our Sunday school. We thank you so much for, for the joy that they give us week by week. We thank you so much that they come in and they are so full of life and joy and they're willing to, to sing and to learn more about you. And we pray for them. We pray that even in their, their young lives that the Holy Spirit will work in their hearts, that they will change them too. And we pray for any um, teenagers that have gone through our Sunday school here, any that are in their 20s now, Lord. We pray for them, Lord. We know that many have passed through our doors in our Sunday schools here. Many have um, gone to different places now, but they have heard a clear gospel message, and we pray that you will continue to be working in their lives at this time. Lord, we thank you that we see so many people here today, many visitors, and we are so encouraged by that. Lord, we do think about this coming week, Lord, and we think especially of uh, the ladies' curry evening that we have, and we especially pray for Vicky as she speaks there. Lord, it is so wonderful to hear such great messages when someone's life has been changed by you, and I pray that all that come to that curry evening will enjoy the food, will enjoy the company, but will be marvelled at how the Lord Jesus Christ worked in Vicky's life. Lord, we pray for events that are coming up as well. We have a men's, men's golf day coming up in a few weeks' time, Lord, and we have a great speaker coming. And I just pray that you encourage men here today to want to come to that event. They want to come and enjoy the food. They want to come and enjoy the golf. But, but again, we just are so thankful that we've got someone that can come and speak about what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in their lives. Lord, I think about my life, Lord, and I thank you so much for, for how you saved me. Lord, I was um, wandering far from you. I was doing many things wrong, and I felt low and depressed and so far from you. But you worked in my life, Lord, and I thank you so much for that. I thank you so much now that I have that hope to look forward to, that when this life does finish, Lord, I know where I'm going. I'm going to be with you, and I thank you for that. 
Lord God, I just pray for, for those that have been anxious and worried of late, Lord. We know many people that have had, had problems and difficulties, and we just pray that you'll come alongside them, help them and be with them, Lord. We know that your word promises us that you are closer to us than a brother, that you are the Prince of Peace and the Comforter. So all those that have been feeling down and low and depressed and anxious, I pray that you will comfort them and be with them at this time. And again, we think of those that we know and we love in this congregation who have lost loved ones recently. We think of Jackie and the girls and the family, extended family, and Christy and um, all the children, Lord, and the Hare family as a whole. Lord, we just really do continue to pray for them. We, we feel their sorrow and we pray for them constantly. But what is so wonderful, even though they have passed on their loved ones, we know that they are in glory now. They know where they are heading and they know that they are, we know that they are with their Saviour in heaven now and we thank you so much for that. So Lord God, be with us now, I do pray. Continue to be with Mark as he takes that second part of the message and please be with the children now as they come up on stage. Really encourage them and help them as they sing to us about the wonderful things that Jesus has done for us. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so should we have the eldest class first? The Gwen's class, would you like to come up on stage please? Do you want to come down here, Sydney? There, there we go. And Susan, aren't you raised class? Would you like to come up? Should you come down here, Flynn? There you go, Alice. Do you want to come this way a little bit, Molly? That's it, stay there. Come in a bit, squeeze in. And Liz, class, would you like to come up? Do you want to go over here, Al? Come over here. There you go. Oh, oh you're right. Come over a bit. This way a bit, Henry. Who are you waving to? <laughs> Do you want to come this way? Alright. Have we got the words? We've got the words up there. Yep, excellent. I'm going to speak.
Arthur, they did really well there, didn't you guys? Okay, Liz, Cass, would you like to go down? And would you like to go back? And I think you did extra well today as well, because I think that's the first time that many of you have been up on stage practicing it today, wasn't it? Because we've all been away, haven't we? So it's not been easy. So I thought you did extra, extra well today. Anyway, before Mark comes up and uh, gives the second part of his message this morning, we're going to have a couple more readers. So we're going to have uh, Flynn and Alice, you're going to come up and you're going to read to us now. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene... Mary, the mother of James and Salomon, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun has risen, they went to the tomb and they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for reading that beautifully. So, Jesus has made this big claim. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live. But the question is, can we believe it? Can we trust him when he says that? Well, I believe that the answer is yes. A resounding yes, we can, because he showed us it's true by raising Lazarus from the dead. Last Monday, uh, we had a funeral here uh, for a little girl, Amber May. Uh, a lot of you will have heard of her if you didn't know her. And uh, it was a sad occasion. She was very loved by her family. She'll be very missed. Um, and when Lazarus died, his friends and family, they were sad too. In fact, he even talks about Jesus crying. But you know, because of who Jesus is and because of what he says here, Amber May's family knew that death wasn't the end. It wasn't the final, final goodbye. They had a a hope. Because Jesus is more powerful than death. That's what it says here. Jesus is the resurrection. He's the giver of life. He's the source of life. That's what Jesus is claiming here. Now, Lazarus did one day die again. Quite unlucky to die twice. But it's picture language, really, of something even more special that Jesus does uh, for those who trust in him. It's something that he does for those who follow him. He can give us eternal life, the Bible says. He can give us a, a relationship with him. But the problem is is that the Bible also very clearly tells us that we've sort of turned our back on God, that we've said no to God, that we've said, God, I don't want to follow you. God, I want to do things my way. I don't want to do things your way. 
And that's a big problem. Because God is the source of life. And so if we're separated from that, we're separated from life. And the Bible says there's nothing that we can do to get ourselves back to God. We're kind of stuck in that place of being separated from life, separated from God, and there's nothing that we can do. But that's where Easter comes in. That's where Good Friday comes in, when we remember Jesus dying on the cross. That's why he died in the first place. That's why he needed to rise again. Jesus died, the Bible says, to take on the sins of the world so that people like you and me could be reconciled to God. So that people like you and me, children, can know God and be in a relationship and can call him Father. He died so that we can know God as our Father and that we can have life. And that life, that eternal life, is for everyone that puts their trust in Jesus. And it's a free gift. We don't have to do anything to earn it. He gives it freely. And it's something that we can enjoy now And there's a good number of people here who are enjoying it now. And we can enjoy it for eternity. And that is good news. And if you've got doubts about it, well, Jesus showed again, as if once wasn't enough, Jesus showed when he rose from the dead that he has power over death, that death cannot hold him. And that's why we celebrate Easter. That's why we're celebrating today. Jesus rising again, showing he's got power over death. And you know, what he says is that those who follow him will one day too be raised from death. That death won't be the end. And that's good news, isn't it? That's good news. But maybe you think, well, if we do come back to life, we'll kind of maybe be floating around in heaven like some sort of weird ghost. Maybe that's kind of what you think heaven's going to be like. I want to show you something. I've been looking forward to this, I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's this. It's not mine, I've borrowed it, so I've got to be a bit careful. Yeah, Jesse's. Right, you ready? Oh. Oh. Look at that. Wow. Didn't expect to see a tent at the front of church, did you? Look at that. Now, can you all see inside it? Yeah. Now, have a little, Harvey, have a little touch of it. What do you notice? Is it really solid? Not really. Okay, now, who loves going camping? Maybe some of you, a few of you, maybe a few of the adults as well. Nope, not many. (laughs) Um, Camping's a lot of fun. What's good fun about camping? What's good fun? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, downside. But having fires is a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I love fires when camping. Yeah, what's fun for camping? Oh, doing the fire. Yeah, and marshmallows on sticks, definitely. Yeah. Marshmallows. Goodness me, yeah. There's other things as well. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, s'mores, <laughs> yeah. Adding chocolate biscuits, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone enjoy sleeping in a tent when it's raining and it feels really cosy? Yeah? That's fun. Yeah? Yeah, well, this is what I was going to get onto. Because tents are fun, aren't they? But let's imagine I said to you, right, you're not allowed to live in your house anymore. For a year, you've got to live in a tent. How would you feel? How would you feel? Yeah? 
Mm. Yeah, you have to get special stuff. You can't get much in there, can you? In a house, you can get a lot more, can't you? So you wouldn't have very much. What other problems might you have? What other things? Yeah. Yeah, it might be wild animals. And if they're big enough, they might even try getting in. Yeah. Might forget your purse or wallet. Yeah, you, you forget things, don't you, when you go camping. On the end, Flynn, did you have anything... No, we've noticed it sometimes on camp, which you guys will be old enough for soon, especially you guys. It's a bit scary, really. But when you're old enough for camp, sometimes what happens, sadly, in really heavy rain, it leaks. And I tell you what, that is not fun. When you're trying to get to sleep and it's leaking. And sometimes when it's really windy, you know, I've had it when I've been lying there on camp and the tent has been touching my face because of how, like, sideways it's going. So tents are fun, aren't they? They're good fun, but they've got problems. They're temporary. They're not meant to last very long. This tent, it won't last for a huge amount of time. They easily break. I've had to be a bit careful with it. But they easily break. It doesn't really protect you. It does a little bit. But if it's too hot, you get too hot. If it's too cold, you get too cold. If it's too wet, you get too wet. If it's too windy, you get sort of blown about. Sometimes even the tent blows off. Yeah? So it's not ideal. And it doesn't have many facilities. It doesn't have electricity doesn't have an oven, doesn't have a microwave, you can't cook your burgers in it, yeah? So, tents are okay, but they're not amazing. What about a house? What about a house? If you've been wondering, if you've been wondering why I bought bricks, this is why, it wasn't just to hide my amazing purchases, okay? Now, Harvey, touch that. Does that feel a bit more solid than the tent? Yeah? Have a little feel of that. Does it feel really solid? Yeah? It's really heavy. Got on him. Yeah, solid, isn't it? And if you have this, especially with some mortar in between, it's not going to blow over, is it? It's not going to damage. So houses, well, they last a long time, don't they? They last a long time. They don't easily break. Sometimes a little bit, but they don't easily break. They protect you. Sometimes it can be really windy outside and really wet, and you haven't even noticed because you're so cosy inside. And it has everything you need, usually. It's got electricity, it's got a kitchen, it's got a bathroom, all sorts of lovely things that you need. So, why on earth have I started talking about tents and buildings? Maybe some of the adults have a bit of an idea. Well, this is why, because Paul in the New Testament says that our bodies that we've got at the moment are a little bit like a tent. I'm not saying they look like a tent, but they're a little bit like a tent. They don't last very long. They easily break. Maybe if you felt unwell, you've noticed this. And they wear and tear easily. And when you get to my age, you start noting wear and tear. And some of the YPs will tell tell me I've been wearing and tearing for a long time. But this is it. Bodies, they, they get old. They don't last very long. They break quite easily. They won't last forever. But you know, Jesus says that he's going to give us a different body, a better body. Those who trust in Jesus, those who have their sins forgiven, are going to be given a body that's a bit more like a house. And again, I don't mean it doesn't look like a house, but it's a house that will last, a house that won't break, a house that won't get ill. 
It will give us a new body, a perfect body. Imagine that, a body that doesn't get tired. A body that doesn't break. A body that doesn't get old. Maybe you're not worried about that yet. Maybe some of the older ones are. (laughs) A new body, that's what Jesus says. And Jesus has promised us that if we trust in him, if we follow him, he will give us a new body and we'll live with him. We'll live in a perfect relationship with God the Father for eternity. This is what the Bible says. And it, it talks about it just being a state of perfect happiness. Doesn't that sound good? And that's because Jesus himself, he says this, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though you die, will live. Thanks, Sorry about that. Thank you, Mark. We're going to sing our last song now. We're going to be singing, See what a morning, gloriously bright, with the dawning of hope in Jerusalem. Folded the grave clothes, tomb filled with light, as the angels announced Christ is risen. Excellent. 
Well, just before we finish, I've got a couple of announcements before I pray. Um, we have got refreshments afterwards, so out into our Sunday school if you want to make your way out there. We've got, um, I think, hot cross buns and biscuits and cakes and teas and coffees and drinks. And I think we've even got some Easter eggs for you, for you children as well. So, or do you not want any more Easter eggs now? Because <laughs> I, I can take the bag home with me if that's okay. That's not a problem. Okay. So we've, we've got that. Um, a couple of uh, another announcements as well. We do have an evening service this evening. Um, it's been fantastic having you all here this morning, but it'd be brilliant if you wanted to come this evening as well. It's um, uh, another Easter service, and we're actually going to have Josh here, who's on the guitar, and his wife, Jade. They're going to be interviewed during the service and talking to us about what Easter means to them, and it's going to be a fantastic evening. So if you would like to hear that and come again, you're more than welcome, and we'd love to see you here. Um, well, we'd love to see you here anytime. If you wanted to come another Sunday, we'd love to have you back again. So fantastic. Also, we had a men's golf day that was cancelled a couple of weeks ago. We do have another date in the diary now. So if you men can put the date in the diary, it's the 7th of May. So it's a, it's a few weeks time from now on a Saturday. It's 8 o'clock down here for a fried breakfast. And then we've got golf over at Villa Golf. And it doesn't matter if, if you're not a golfer and you're not that great. You can come and enjoy the breakfast. You can even come on the golf course and enjoy it. I mean, for fun one year, I even teed off on the first hole and put it in the driving range because it was a bit of fun, you know. But I'd love to you to come to that. And if you would like to come to that, could you please let myself or Martin Hook know ASAP so we can get numbers in. And it's a real good thing to um, encourage people to come to and invite them to also. And... Also, if you do want to know a bit more about this message that you've heard about today, you want to know a bit more about Jesus, we do run a Hope Explored course. Um, I think, I'm not too sure when the next one is, but if you want to come to speak to Mark, myself, or John, anyone from the church you'd like to come and know a little bit more, it'd be fantastic. It's just a course where you have three sessions, and you go through lots of um, questions, and they explain to you about what, who Jesus is and what he has done. And we have many people that have done it and have been really encouraged by it and they wanted to do more courses, so it's a fantastic thing to come along to. So I encourage you to, to come along to that. Okay, should we just pray before we go out? Dear Heavenly Father, we again thank you so much that you are the King. You are the Lord of Lords. You are raised up high, that you conquered death. And now that those people who put their trust in you, they will be saved. Lord, we just pray as people walk out of this building now that they will be stirred up by the message that they've heard, that they will have questions that they want answered. And I pray, Lord God, that as they turn to those questions being answered, they turn to you because you are the only one that can truly answer the life to the, the questions to the life's answers that we need. Lord, we thank you so much that we have such good news today. This is the day when we can say for certain that that tomb was empty, the stone was rolled away, and Jesus Christ was risen high, Lord. And we thank you for that. Lord God, I just pray that you'll be with us now as we go out. Help us to enjoy fellowship together as we have refreshments. We thank you so much for the food that you've prepared. And we pray all this now in Jesus' name. Amen.